Hey, Tanya. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good, girl. I'm good, girl. Good. good. Wonderful Saturday. Ready, ready for this yeah. show. <laughs> yes, I am so ready. I'm so, so ready. Excited to be back. And this week's guest, oh Lord, he is amazing. He yeah. is a warrior, a conqueror of so much. And we're going to talk about all of that today. But I did want to um, give you guys a little bit of his bio and then a taste of his glory. And then we're going to get to talking. So let me tell you about Jonathan Haynes. First of all, I had the pleasure. Good morning. Good afternoon, hey, Brenda. Brenda. I had the pleasure of meeting Jonathan. We've never met in person, but we're like brother and sister because we worked on a project together. And we've walked through that. And since then, um, he has done so much. It's it's just mind boggling. Let me tell you a little bit. He is an award-winning recording artist. He's from Gulf Port. Ooh, I messed that up. Let me say that again, Jonathan, for you come get me. Gulfport, Mississippi, right? <laughs> Who He has a passion to drive music as far as his mission can reach. And he shared the sit stage with some really big names. He's going to tell us all about that in the gospel industry. He is, as I said, a number one international best-selling author alongside me for the Make It Happen Project. And he is a talk show host, a serial entrepreneur, Jonathan Lord, and a, motion, a motivational speaker. And you guys will see what we mean by that today because you can't walk away from Jonathan and not be encouraged right. to be the best you can be. He's anointed in his voice. He's anointed in his sound and his passion mm -hmm. to bring people forward to God. And he uses that as his source and God is his ultimate source. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to give y'all a little beat. We bitty witty of his glory and um and then we're gonna go from there actually you know what let me not do that let me do that later let me bring jonathan up on the screen right now come on up jonathan say hello hey. to the people hello everybody be amazing Yes, it is going to be amazing, Jonathan. We're so excited that you're here with us. Really excited that you're here with us. I know um, I'm going to step back a minute because I'll, I'll ask you some easy questions because I spent some more time <laughs> with you, right? But my the queen bee over here, I know she's got one up her sleeve already, some stuff she wants to know uh, about you. So, Benicia, what do you have? What do you want to What do you want to find out? Well, first, I want to say thank you so much for coming. I know your schedule is very busy. Um, you have a lot going on, but you took the time out to come and spend time with us on a rise and shine stories of triumph. So let's talk about your background, where you come from. You know you have all these gifts. However, give the people a little bit about where you began, how it all started. Right. I, right. Start, I start at six years, at six years old, and I and I they're falling over my falling life. over my life. I just sing. Jonathan, I hate to interrupt, sweetie. You're you're going in and out. Like clips of your voice is going in and out. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes, it might have been the distance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and started as started as years. They knew that they knew that. The, Jonathan, you're still breaking up quite a bit, sweetie. Maybe if you had a headset on, it might work better. Okay, give me a moment. I go get it right quick. All right, no problem. So I'm so excited so to hear... Um, his story. I mean, we already have a sneak peek of, you know, the triumph. We also have a sneak peek of um, the the trial. 
And so I'm excited to hear how God works it all together. And then to see where he is today is just super, super amazing. I know. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and play that clip that I was going to play earlier. And we ask you guys to share this broadcast because it's going to be really amazing. So please share. Um, we are actually in Clubhouse 2 doing our first listening party. So although nobody can take the stage, we invite you to listen to the interview. Alone, a long time coming, but I know a change is going to come. Is that not an anointed voice? He wasn't singing. He was singing as they can say. <laughs> hey, Abigail, good morning. Good morning, y'all. He, he was singing for sure. And I mean, the whole piece is like three minutes long, but he sent me a little taste. Uh, and he's done that, sung like that for years and years. I can't wait to get the background on how he discovered his voice. Mm -hmm. um, probably on the altar. Good morning, Judy. Good morning. Good, morning. Good to see all of you. Some of us are morning, some of us are afternoon, but we together y'all. Thank Absolutely. you so much for joining us. Yes, and, thank and sharing. You yes, yes. Please do share it in all your groups because it is going to be amazing. And Jonathan will be back with us shortly. Oh, Benicia, I wanted to let everybody know. No, I'm not supposed to. Uh, oh, Jonathan's back. I was going to spill the beans on something. <laughs> that was God telling me, don't say nothing. So let me go get Jonathan and bring him back in the room. Hey, Jonathan. Right. Hey, you can hear me now? Much better. Yes, yes definitely. Yes. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. <laughs> he won't win today, to though. Nothing. Not today. No, no, not no. Today. Not no day, but not today. <laughs> right. Not I had to today. change from the iPad. I had to change from my iPad to my phone, so we good now. Okay, awesome. So um, if you guys in the room did not hear, Jonathan was just beginning to share with us um, his beginnings of uh, discovering his gifting and just knowing that he was called of God. So Jonathan, rewind and let's go. <laughs> I knew I had a gift over my life at six years old. I was in the church choir and I sung the song, happy birthday, Jesus, I'm so glad it's Christmas, all the carols and lights. And they knew it was something that was like, okay, he's not just singing, he's singing. And I felt it. And I remember that was the same year I gave my life to Christ just at six years old, because mm -hmm. I knew that there was something deeper in my life. And so I've been singing since I'm, I was six years old. I'm 25 now, and I have never turned away. I've been asked to sing all types of stuff to say you're going to get further, but I know where my com my help comes from and mm. I will never leave him. So I've been singing since six years old and I haven't turned back. My goodness. Now that's when you know God has a staple on you, especially in this day and generation, 25 from six to 25, that's 19 years to be mm. solid and not sold out. Um, so did your upbringing have a lot to do with that? Your what, Was your mom a believer? Did she sing? My mother can sing, but she'll say she's not a singer. And my daddy did not sing at all. So mm -hmm. I knew that there was something different. So God just gave me this gift. So mm -hmm. I take good care of it because I'm not like, you know, the Clark sisters or these, the whiners that grew up with singers. Most likely, I'm the only singer in my family. Mm. So that's already telling you that God was doing something in my life at an early age. So my mama can sing. She can hold a note. But mm -hmm. no, I started this by myself and have never stopped. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. So you found out you had a gift. This is so good, Jonathan. And, I, and I'm just so many different directions we can go in because you are so transparent about your story and how you want to help 
others find their way. Um, and, and you said you discovered your anointing so young, um, but it's no secret you, you struggled um, with was what, what made you walk down the path of wanting to take your life? Because that was a journey that you were on and it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a place you visited once, right? Help, help us figure out this from the six-year-old to that part of your life. Everything was good. And then at 11 year old, 11 years old, I lost my father to a brain aneurysm. And, you know, it's very hard to lose someone, but I had the guilt as well, because I remember on Christmas time, I did not know that this would be the last time I would talk to him. You know, as a young child, all I was thinking about was the gifts and everything. He called me and was like, Merry Christmas, son. I love you and all that. And I was so busy trying to worry about what the toys, I heard him off the phone and I didn't know that was going to be the last time I ever talked to him. The last time I seen him when he was on the ICU bed, no hair because they cut all his hair off. And that was the last time I ever talked to him. And what was so amazing as well, when they said my name to him, he tried to wake up, but he could not. Mm. Every time they said Jonathan, Jonathan's here, you could see him blinking or trying to move. But God had another plan for his life. So mm. that really hurt me and bothered me because a lot of times in life we go through these things. And as you can see in now, you better love these people while you can because they yes. can be here one day and they're gone the next. So I remember that. Mm. And so by 14, I was smoking, I was drinking, I was spelling school. I was being disobedient to my mother and I just felt like there was no reason for me to be here. So I tried to kill myself the first time. And I remember having the bottle of pills in my hand. I said, God, if you want me to stay here, show me a sign. And a picture of a cross fell off our wall. And wow. I was like, okay, I know. But then I got by 18, somebody that I did not want to be around anymore came back in my life. And that's why I was saying, sometimes snakes come to you and mm. you may not even do anything, but it's mm. just something that comes off of them, comes in your life. And it put me back down a downward spiral. And mm. so at 18, I remember trying to drink bleach, but God kept me here again. My and then God. just at 20 years old, yes, I tried to commit suicide three times at mm. 20. I'm 25 now. That was five years ago. Mm. This was the most traumatic story. And everybody is like, wow. I remember putting the gun to my head. I clocked it. The bullets was in there, but the bullet got stuck. And mm. I remember saying, it's a reason that I'm here. There yeah. is a reason why I'm still here. If he, I should have known back then if he blessed me the first time, the second mm -hmm. time, that he wasn't going to let me go. And mm -hmm. so a lot of times God may not come when you want him, but he That's always right. shows up on time. So I always want people to know you might see the glitz, the glamour, what everybody's doing in life, but you don't know the hell that they went through to get to where they are, the come position on. they have. So I'm just truly grateful. So every time that I wake up, I just thank God that mm -hmm. I'm still here because I'll, I always say I would have missed out on the blessings that mm -hmm. God had for me. So mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't, we, we want more money or we want more fame or we want more cars. Just be grateful that you still here because somebody is in a respiratory, respiratory affair. Somebody has COVID. Somebody don't have the same situation that you have. So just be grateful that you are still here. My God, my God, you said so many different things that we have to just pause for a second and we have to go rewind and just unpack. You know, I love the fact that Oof. you are speaking to myself, Tanya, and so many others because life happens, you know, interruptions happen. Um, things happen that we would never imagine and the way that we navigate it um, we don't, we don't always know what to do with the pain. Am I, am I correct? So you were in pain, right? And, um, you know, the enemy played on your mind to say, Hey, the only way you could relieve this is to leave here. But God said not so. Um, and I love the fact that you said, and this is key because sometimes when things happen to us, we automatically think it's our fault. But that's not the case all the time. As you said, mm -hmm. you know, life happens to us sometimes. Um, so what I want to ask you is, OK, three times. Obviously, God had a plan. We see the plan unfolding today. Um, mm. What has Jonathan did uh, to, to become healthy, 
to be able to recognize, yes, I am here for a reason and to be able to kind of um, monitor uh, those thoughts or, you know, those seasons where you still have maybe some unexpected and interrupted things that come come in your life. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this back then, but prayer, prayer changes mm. things. When I get into a place where I feel like I'm not worthy, because I still have those moments, but mm -hmm. I don't let the enemy get that much credit over my life. And mm. so I have those moments where I feel like I'm not wanted. We're just going to be real this morning. That's I feel it. like mm -hmm. people pass me over and I'm like, why are they passing me over when I'm always there for them? Mm. I'm always giving to them. But every time something comes up, they don't want me to be a part of those things. And that's just jealousy. They don't mm. want to see somebody flow better than them. And I had to realize that it's not me. And mm. when I got into that purpose of not trying to be like anybody else or mm. to fit in, I'm always by myself. God has ordered steps. He will put you in places where people don't think you should be. Mm. I didn't get education to speak on these platforms. I didn't sing for 25 years. Let me tell you something. I don't even mm. have a real album out. I have three mm. singles and God has blessed me to travel the world to mm. sing with all these people that have 10, Come 20 on. albums, Grammy nominated, Billboard awards, you know, going to sing with the president of the United States. Mm. But he puts me in these places who just has three singles out. And My I God. think to myself, I'm worthy of this. Mm -hmm. I'm worthy to still yes. be here. So I don't need validation from people. The only validation I need is from God. So when mm -hmm. I got to that place of being rest assured <laughs> in my life, I knew that I will pray for these things to get out of my mindset and just to know that it's just not my time for this season for them mm -hmm. to be allowed in my life. Yes. That's so, so good. good. So, so good. He will he will clear, he will make a table for you, mm -hmm. right? That's what the word says yeah. in front of your, and he might even use your enemies to hold a table up. That's right. right? Um, but for me, I, I'm just, well, there's several things about you that floor me, but one is your courage, mm -hmm. your courage for the comeback, you know, because all three times, you had more reason after the first time you had more reason the second time to say, you know what, if you look at it that way, I'm going to try this again because it's not working, but you had the courage to say no and fight that off and come back. Then he sneaked, he snuck in again for the third time and God, God really shouted that time because if you're pulling on a trigger and it's, I know how to handle guns. Yeah. That was God, yeah. you know, and the courage for you to come back after that and said, yeah, you know, the courage to tell your story and say, yeah, I tried to take my life three times. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. And yes, you may say, well, what was wrong with you? Was it once enough? Why you feel like you had to come back two more times and try it again before you got it? What do you say to those people? Because, you know, a lot of people don't understand the darkness, right? Yeah. That can overcome somebody. So they sit back in judgment, right? Um, what do you say to those folks, Jonathan? Say that people judge on people's situations that they have no clue. Don't put your mouth on one of God's children. Because let me tell you something, it may not affect you, but it can affect somebody in your life, your children or your family members. And sometimes people judge because they haven't experienced what you went through. And mm -hmm. so it's very important not to judge anybody because if you judge them and say, what are you doing? That's dumb. Why would you try to do that? You don't know how that's going to affect them, mm. affect that person. They can yeah. literally go commit suicide that same day. And then the next day when you find out, you were like, wow, I should have known that mm. this was real, but I just didn't have that instinct to know. So it's very important. If somebody's saying that I feel like giving up, I stop what I'm doing and I'm going to their house if I'm available or I'm getting mm. on the phone. Because that's you good. don't know, I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly anymore. If somebody tells me they feel like giving up, I'm there. And I remember people in my uh, family that I came close to, it was a situation and she said that she wanted to commit suicide and they did not believe it. They told her to just go on. And mm. I went to pray and I'm gonna say, I've been in that situation and I got upset because I'm like, 
you have to believe this person because mm-hmm. you don't know if this is going to be the last day. So I want right. people to know if somebody is asking for help, it may not just be that they're looking for attention. This is serious. Yes. Take the mm-hmm. advice, go seek help out of the church, pray mm-hmm. on their behalf and know that there is something going on in their minds that needs to be fixed. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's so good. I think it's so good because it um, encompasses spiritual and practical. Yes, we're going to pray, but we also going to get you the help that you need. And I love what you said. You know, um, it's almost like when someone's hungry, I could pray, but I, you're going to receive it better if I would feed you first. So I think we, I, I think even in the midst of the pandemic, that the Lord is showing us how important it is to meet the need. Mm-hmm. Not just talk about it, but to, you know, really be there for someone. And I know prior when we were um, in the green room, I want to talk about this. Um, One clear characteristic that you have is the spirit of humility. Every time Mm -hmm. we see you, and again, you you have... um, been blessed to be all around the world globally all of these um you know well-known names and yet you always always have a posture of humility gratitude uh thanksgiving talk to us about that how did you not let the line light um your name um your checks i'm sure things of that nature get in the way of of your humility I can remember something my mother told me. She said, don't get too airheaded because God can knock you down three steps lower than where you are. Mm-hmm. And I always remember that because back in the day when I used to get the applause or mm-hmm. people standing up for me, it went to my mind that I was singing. First of all, to me, when you're young, I was thinking they were pleasing to me because I can sing. I wasn't trying to please God at that moment. A lot of times Mm -hmm. and nowadays, people are singing because they want the fame and fortune. They want the attention. I Mm -hmm. sing because God has kept me here. And if you see me worship, I don't care who's in the room. Mm -hmm. My shoes go off, my eye, the glasses fly off. Mm -hmm. I'm really worshiping for the people, but I'm worshiping myself. Because I know where I came from. I know where my helps come from. Mm -hmm. And so I always remember where God is because I'm from Gulfport, Mississippi. I'm 25 years old. And I remember the times where people that I knew tried to do these things and they forgot where they came from and he knocked Mm. them down. But I always want to be humble because I want people to understand that God can bless people that people don't even want to see blessed. Mm -hmm. And I have to stay in this place because I don't want to give those people that don't want to see me win. I know Mm -hmm. people don't want to see me win. I I know people want to see me fall, but I don't give them that much attention over my life because like I said, God Mm -hmm. has a way like the David and Goliath story. I put that into reference when they got that one smooth stone and not Goliath out. I don't have to fight my battles. I let God fight my battles. So that's the parody that I use David and Goliath. And so I want people to understand, don't let nobody try to detach you from your purpose and Mm. your victory. So I want people to know the way I stay humble is just knowing that God has kept me here. And it's a reason why I'm here. And I want people to know that if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Yes. Amen, Jonathan. That's so powerful. It's so powerful. I want to say hello. We have folks joining us in the clubhouse listening room. Um, good morning to Jean, Coach Nurse Jean, good morning. and Travis Michelle are in the in the clubhouse listening. Um, thank you for joining us, guys. Please feel free to ping, invite your friends in, and thank you guys for joining us. Um, and please be sure to share this with your groups. Tracy, welcome. Good morning. And who else is coming? Amora has come in since and. Judy. And Auntie Judy, yeah. as everybody calls her, mm-hmm. um, and Abigail, please go ahead and share this because, you know, Jonathan's sharing some real, real wisdom mm-hmm. this morning. And, you know, I, it caused me and Benicia to reflect even before, before the interview, when we were talking last week, doing some planning, you know, we really wanted people to understand what you just talked about, Jonathan, that dark place, mm-hmm. people get there. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say I've had times where I was like, you know, really down and sad, but I never crossed over that 
that threshold. Mm -hmm. But I thought I thought about it, but never crossed over. So nobody's too good to not experience that. We've Mm -hmm. all been in a place where, you know what? They might have thought about it. Um, And I really just want to make sure that we get the point across today, especially now people are suffering in silence because of COVID and the isolation that they know that they're not by themselves, Mm. you know? Yeah. It's just so important. Jonathan, I know you've shared your story quite a few times because you you love to, to, to let people know this stuff, right? Can you share with us a time when it got back to you that you're, that you sharing your story made a difference to someone. Right. I remember I was at a youth musical and I always share my story because I want people to see where God has put me and placed me. And I remember I shared my testimony and four youth came up to me after the service and said, I want to thank you for sharing your testimony because I was going to go home and try my to God. kill myself. Mm. And there were like 13, 10, it was even almost a seven-year-old. And I'm like, how can a seven-year-old think like this? Because mm. they were going through something in their home where they thought they wasn't worthy because their, their father and mother was abusing them. And mm. so I want people to understand that that's why I sing and that's why I minister for people mm. like that. And I can remember another one of sharing my testimony of my song, Thank You, Lord. And this, when people get this, they'd be like, wow. So mm. I remember somebody text me and somebody tried to rape this woman in the car and my song came on. And how can you rape somebody when the song comes on? Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And I remember she told me, your song just popped on the radio. He hit the radio and the song came on and he didn't Mm. do it. So Mm. it's my purpose, not just by me ministering about suicide, that my music is bringing forth something where the enemy is trying to do something in somebody's life but God mm. came in and fixed those mm. situations. So I get numerous texts and emails about my testimony that mm. I have impacted lives. And it's not about me getting the glory, it's about yeah. God getting the glory. So yeah. every time, that just makes me go stronger and mm. know that my purpose yes. is in vain. Come on, come on. Because the anointing is what really makes the difference, right? We can have a gift and that's great. But when you are anointed and appointed by God, that breaks yokes, as we can see. And so what I love about uh, what you just shared, Jonathan, is, you know, sometimes we are shamed. Um, Sometimes we feel guilty. Um, But that doesn't belong to us. We have to share where we have come from because there's someone that is currently in that predicament. And when we see Jonathan, I can see you. I see what God is doing in your life. Then we can recognize that, you know what? It's a season. Sometimes we've made permanent decisions in a temporary season. And it's so good um, that you're willing to consistently tell your story. Like Tanya alluded to earlier, that's courageous. That is bold to move beyond what people Mm -hmm. are going to think and know that this is a part of my ministry. Your motive, your motive is to please God. And um, I can just detect that when I speak to you and we can definitely feel that. Uh, when you are ministering. Can you talk to um, individuals that have gifts, whether they are um, ministering the word, music, whatever gift or talent God has given them, the importance of making sure that your motive is right? Very good question. I have a lot of people, my brothers in Christ, that always looked up to me and they're just four years younger than me because they wanted to give up in singing because they didn't 
think they were getting what they need. And I had to encourage them that you're not trying to please the people out there. You're trying mm. to please God. And so sometimes we want to get these gifts and we want to be far off, maybe because we want the financial stability or to share stages with these people. And all fame and fortune is not good. You have these billionaires and millionaire entertainers, all these people, That's and they're right. still giving up and committing suicide. You can see some mm. of your famous singers that wanted to commit suicide mm. and you're like how and you got it all going on just because you got more money doesn't mm. mean the enemy is not going to attack you That's so i believe good. that when you get more opportunities and more fame and more fortune or you get more in your business or your job mm -hmm. God, the mm -hmm. enemy comes a hundred times stronger trying right. to detach you from your purpose and your win so i want people to understand if you have gifts and talents to just know that if God has given you a talent, try to use it for the better of the people. If I want to draw, can I draw something that's going to be a positive thing in somebody's life? Maybe you it's not all about the church, but draw something that's going to impact lives. Make music that's going to impact lives, whatever genre you're in, because a lot of music can say somebody's just not gospel. Mm -hmm. And so I want people to really know that if God has given you a gift, use it because you can have a gift. If you don't use it, God can surely take it away. So I want you to use yes, the gifts that God has given you saying, I don't do music. Talent is not just music. You can be a rapper, a poet, a drawer, a home decorator, whatever mm -hmm. God has given you, that's your gift. So yeah. use it to the best of your ability. If nobody wants to help you support, I found a lot of times, most of the time, we're going to be honest, 99% family don't support you. It'd be people on social media, Facebook, and et cetera. So don't look for the handouts from your family members to see mm. to support you for your 99 cent mm. music or your or your t-shirts because most of the time they're not willing to help you because they don't want to see you succeed. And I'm mm. just being honest. Sometimes that's family right. don't no, want to see you win. Yeah. Family don't want to see you win. And I had to get to myself where I was trying to do all these things to please my family and they wasn't trying to support me. But every mm. time they had something going on, I did it for them. And I had to realize that's not my fault. That's their fault that they see something on the inside of me that they can't stand. And mm. that's what I want people to understand. When you have those talents, people just don't like you. They may not even hear you sing or see you draw nothing, but they know there's something on the inside of you and they automatically don't like you because they know there's a calling over your life. Mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Tell the truth and shame the devil, Jonathan. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that's very, it's very hurtful. Um, you know, especially I want you to talk about this too, because that plays out not only with your singing and things, but you, you alluded to you have bit you have businesses that you run, right? So <laughs> they're not always there lining up to help you, you're a serial entrepreneur as well. And you can't take it personal. And that sounds crazy, right? But you really can't. You've almost got to get it in your head ahead of time that you've got to go build this thing and then come back for them. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. I think, you know, what I'm hearing is that, you know, as we really surrender to God's will for our life. We walk in our authenticity, that there are some people that we thought would be along for the ride that may not be. And so for different reasons, you know, some people, it's not that you've fallen off or you've fallen out, but God does um, bring us to a point where we recognize everybody can't go where you are going. And um, I want you to talk to balance. So you are a serial entrepreneur. Um, you also have, um, you know, your music career. You have family, your mother, your grandmother, as you said, you know, you're single waiting, ladies. Um, he is single. <laughs> um you so gotta go through you, us first though. Don't don't come right. in with no men. Look, we we watch <laughs> Um, but how do you balance all of, of of those things and still have time for God and possibly make room for whoever God is going to bring into your life? What does that look like for you? I I'm truly grateful and I always say this, when you ask God for something, you better be ready to handle the blessings that mm -hmm. you wanna put over your life. And so mm -hmm. how do I balance life? Because usually I'm traveling all the time mm -hmm. and now I'm in the studio 
from almost 7 p.m. to 6 in the morning, and then I'm doing podcast interviews, and then I have the business side, and then I have to take time. And so now I take two to three days off of the week to spend time with my God sister, my mother, and family, because mm -hmm. my God sister, this is what you do. You got to prioritize your life. And so mm -hmm. my God sister's off on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so I spend time with her mm -hmm. and my mother, because mm -hmm. you got to have that balance. So I take two two days out of the week to spend time with family and I'm still working, but you got to find that balance because mm. you can stress yourself out trying to figure out how you're going to do all these things. So sometimes you mm. automatically got to pray and say, God, give me the strength to go out the day and give me what I need to do yes. step by step. Mm. And then you got to have help. It's okay to ask for help. Come on. You can't get all these things done. I run mm -hmm. three, four businesses. I have a podcast. I have the clothing line. I'm doing music. I'm traveling. Now I'm writing another book. I'm doing all these Come things. On. I'm going out of town, <laughs> doing award shows and singing, and I'm a part of boards. And it's not bragging, but I know that mm -hmm. God has given me this stuff and I'm grateful for it. So mm -hmm. I'm not being ungrateful, but I want you to know that you can do all these things and still have a balance over your life. And mm -hmm. so I'm truly grateful that God has allowed me to do these things to encourage people. Take time, you need to rest, you need to sleep. I still go to church, people don't believe that. When you do all mm -hmm. these, I still go to church, I'm still on the praise team because mm -hmm. I need a refreshing, I need Come a on. word from God. So yeah. that's how I balance, I need a real word from God. Mm -hmm. I need somebody to pray over me, to have a covering, my mm -hmm. pastor and first lady. And I'm truly grateful for them, they'll call me. Even when, you know, sometimes I had a pastor that never used to call me, just mm -hmm. to have a pastor knowing that you're busy. Uh, and just want to see the best for you. So the balance is pray, make sure you have your things in order and make sure that God is there each and every step of the way. Jonathan, I absolutely love that because number mm -hmm. one, you're intentional. So you intentionally looked at the schedule for your mom, your God sister and said, hey, okay, I'm gonna compromise around this schedule so I can spend time mm -hmm. with them. The other thing that I absolutely love that is a reminder to all of us is that no matter what God brings in our path, we always, always have to make sure we keep him priority. We always have to keep him priority. So the fact that you said, hey, I still go to church. I still have to have, um, you know, uh, accountability. I really believe that is what helps keep you grounded and keeps you humble because you didn't allow everything to override your personal relationship with God. That's so critical. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think that um, something else he brought up too is having, well, you mentioned accountability. Like we're accountability partners to each other and we know we're going to bring it raw and it's going to come from a place of love, right? right? You have to have that in your life. And you also, somebody posted something yesterday and I about jumped out of the couch because it's so true. You can't just have anybody mm -hmm. praying over you and for you. Mm -hmm. You can't just have anybody trying to carry your name forward to God, putting your name on the altar and covering you. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that you have your pastor and the first lady praying for you and your protection. But a lot of times we give that away to people we shouldn't. Mm. Mm. And that is so, it can be so dangerous. Yeah, You have right. to be very, very mindful of who you have praying over you and for you. That's and so I think, yeah, it, it's, it almost, it scares me. That's why I jumped out the couch when I read it. Cause I was like, I haven't heard that out loud for a while. Mm. And it's become so cliche and normal, mm. you know, when you see the praying hands on, on social media and uh, I'm praying for you. And if I'm putting, I'm praying for you in, in a white bubble, you best believe I stopped what I was doing after I typed it and I said a prayer for you. Yeah. But it's become yeah. so cliche now, you know, like you were mentioning in the green room, mm -hmm. take us a, uh, a little to the right, that, you know, people want to ride along with you on the journey, right? So right. they're pretty much going to say, whatever they need to say, whether it's to praise you or to look out for you or whatever, because they want to go 
I want to go on a Jonathan Haynes ride because it might take me to the Stellas. It might take me whatever. You know, thankfully, somebody of character is praying for you. And there are several people of character praying for you. Yeah. But, um, you know, I wanted to ask you about that, that free ride, that being able to get the discernment to to know when they're for real or fake. Right. You probably have a lot, right? Yes, I know that people are along the way because sometimes I haven't spoke with these people for years. And then they come on and say, hey, bro, hey, sis. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I haven't talked to you in six, seven years. I'm like, I'm just so proud of you, bro. Let's meet up. And the in it, uh, God always said, they're not here for you. They just want to ride the wave. So I have mm. the discernment to know that That's people awesome. just want to ride along the way. When you have that connection with God, you mm-hmm. would know. That's good. That you, these people don't should be around you. Just like now, the enemy is trying to not let this interview go through. And I know mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. let me just tell you yeah. this and we're going to go on. When mm-hmm. she was talking, it was like a voice of demonics. Literally, mm. that's why I had to get Ooh. off because I couldn't hear. It was like, raw, raw. and I knew that was the enemy. So I got mm-hmm. off and had to pray because Come the, on. Enemy do, the enemy don't want this uh, interview to go He's through. He's a liar. Though. And so that's mm-hmm. why you keep seeing disconnection. This is about to impact and change lives. Come on. So the devil is a liar. Yeah. He's, yeah. Defeated. He's yes. not going to get the victory. So he yes. knows we're saying some things on here that he don't want to be said. That's and right. so. Mm-hmm. I had to remember all of these things as well, that mm-hmm. I knew what this was already. And then when people want to ride the coattails, you know that it's not a genuine gift. And sometimes they just want to do something and expose you, or they mm-hmm. want you to say something, they're going to record you and post and say, this is mm-hmm. the Jonathan that I know. Or And you know, they're trying to detach your purpose. Mm-hmm. Jealousy is a right. bad thing. And yeah. so you never want to put yourself in those situations. If you have that gut right. feeling and know that something is mm-hmm. not right, because sometimes when I'm around people, I have a gut feeling. I know Yes. It's not for me. That and I check. move along. If you have those gut gut feelings, and I always yes. say the scenario, I had one person that I know knew that they didn't want to go in this car, but they went because these are so-called friends. And they got stopped and they didn't know it was drugs in the trunk. Mm. And now oh your my. life is gone because you hang around somebody and you knew that you didn't Come want to on. go. And you told me I had a gut feeling, but I mm-hmm. just wanted to be. And that's what yeah. time you want to be in that in crowd because these are the popular people or these are the people that got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. When I now I I'd rather be by myself. I don't need people around me. I don't need an entourage. I don't need security. Mm-hmm. I don't need all these things because I just know my purpose and calling is to change lives and to give God all the glory. So when you have that gut feeling and to know Hmm. The sermon is key. Yes, you will know when you don't supposed to be around these people. That's how you know. And that's when you should just detach yourself from these people. That's so good, Jonathan. Uh, Tanya and I talk about that check. Or when you get that check in your spirit, every time I've ever overrode the Holy Spirit, because that's who it is, that check, it did not serve me well. So you are speaking the truth. And a lot Thank of times you. when we haven't, it's because we were trying to please someone else instead of yes. pleasing God. I really see that is the theme on tonight as you um, today, rather, as you continue to share your story. It's about being in a posture to really please God and not to be so focused on man, because as we can see, you know, man is fickle. You know, um, and then in the same token, I want to ask this. Have you found um, some people that were really, uh, really postured to be a part of your life? Because, yes, we do have a lot of individuals that don't mean us well. But in the same token, um, it doesn't have to be quantity. We're talking about quality. Um, Mm -hmm. So. Do you have people in your life that that really have been able to ride with you and were solid in your cheerleaders? Right. You automatically know my mother and God's sister. They're Mm -hmm. always there and supporting me forever. But Mm -hmm. I have my good sister, Lakeisha Cotton. She's a wonderful Mm -hmm. gospel artist, serial entrepreneur, and she always 
if it wasn't for her, she gave me my first award, what you see back there. And I mm. never had any music out. And she gave me my Young Male Vocalist of the Year Award. And wow. she always sees something in me that I didn't see in myself. Mm. And every time she got a big opportunity, she brought me alone. That's when people have the real heart of God, where Come they on. don't care if they get the spotlight, but she's mm -hmm. pushing somebody else. Mm. And so she, I known her for 10 years, and she always has my back. If I need any advice about the business back in the day, anything about music, she told me and helped me. Mm. And another is Joanna Hale McGill. She's a billboard gospel charting artist. Mm. She's been on all types of TV shows. That's why I'm saying God will connect you with people that your eyes yeah. don't even see. Mm. And so yeah. she always helps me. She always reassures if I need somebody to talk to. She's always mm. there. She's always giving me advice. She said, okay, bro, I'm going to tell you this. You don't need to do this. You make sure your contracts is in order. Make sure your mm. paperwork is in order. And so mm. I have those people in my life. And there's many more, but the people that always had my back is yeah. Lakeisha cotton joanna hell mcgill my mm -hmm. mother and my god sister mm -hmm. and it's a plethora more of those who has impacted my mm -hmm. life to be where i am today right um when, as you were speaking all i could hear is that you know it, it's a multitude of counsel like you have to have um individuals mm -hmm. right again it's not about quantity it's about having no, no, no. quality individuals who, again, heart is postured towards God. And um, I do want to ask this question. Let's give a shout out, though, to Yolanda. Thank you for joining. Thank you for sharing. Mama King yes. is on. We appreciate you as well and everyone else. Um, what and I want to yes. before you ask that question, there's something that you always talk about, and mm -hmm. uh, it's character. I think you brought it up already yes. this morning, right? Yeah. Um, did you notice when you asked Jonathan that question, there wasn't no, mm, let me see. He knew. Um, <laughs> Spit it first, off. last, middle name, mm -hmm. who, where they, where you met him, what, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That yeah. is that's character. That's, that's the kind mm -hmm. of person I want my name to flow right. from their right. mouth, you yeah. know? because they recognize the importance that you bring to them mm -hmm. before they recognize how important it is for them. Mm. And that ties into the humility, right? Yes. Because humility yes. says, I didn't do all of this by myself. Yes, right. you have the gift and you have the talent, Jonathan, but you just said these other individuals help to open up the door and give you opportunities to even be able to display that talent. And I think that's amazing. No matter how high we go, just like we can't forget where we've come from, we can't forget the people that have helped us get there either. And so yes. I, I really believe that's a, another reason why God continues to open the door for you and continues to favor you and, you know, to, to bless you. Um, wow. So tell us how, okay, so you, you have all of these things going on. Again, you're a, multi, a serial entrepreneur. You sing, um, you're about to write a book. How, what does that look like really posturing that or laying that at God to know what to do? I'm sure you have opportunities that come along all the way and you can't say yes to all of them. So what does that look like as far as, um, you know, being able to make the decision what you're going to be a part of and what you're not? Yeah, I want to be a bug on the wall for that prayer. What does that look, <laughs> what does that look like? Right. When they said, somebody said it, discernment is key. Hmm. I get all types of opportunities all the time, but I pray about the situation before I do it. I just hmm. don't say yes. I may know you for years, but I have to pray hmm. about it to know that this platform is something where I can change lives or can impact somebody if that makes sense because I just don't want to go on platforms just to go on there to get my name out there. It's not about that. I want to make sure that it's something that's going to please God and change lives because sometimes I can go onto an interview and I can feel like it's not going to be good. Mm. I can mm. feel that because sometimes people want you on their platform just to elevate their platform. Mm -hmm. If that makes mm -hmm. sense, people want you on there because yes. they want to have an award-winning artist or a best-selling author, somebody on their platform, just yeah. to get the attention to their channel or to their page, just to get the shares. Not this one, right. okay? Let's just mm -hmm. be real, okay? Not Thank this you, one. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Other ones, they just want you to ride the wave. As I was saying, they want you to be a part so they can get something out of it. 
but I have the discernment not to take all these opportunities. And then sometimes I do take on much than I can bear, but God always does it in decency and in order. And how I do books is where I know it's going to be funny, but I always do it the day of the deadline. That's how I do stuff. When I write books or I do anything, I think that's a (laughs) gift as well. If Mm -hmm. I'm doing something, I cannot do it two, three weeks beforehand. I Mm. do it. You've been missing my procrastination workshops. (laughs) You've been missing my procrastination (laughs) (laughs) workshops. Go ahead. That's your master plan. Yeah. I always do things the day of. Mm. And it always works out. So I wrote Make It Happen the day, three hours before it was turned in. I did it. God automatically instilled things in me. And Mm. it just writes it down. We have the Siri app where I just talk and it flows. And when Mm. I do my speaker presentations, I do it the deadline of and it's done. So sometimes you just have to know that some people just want you to ride the wave or they just want you to be a part of things. So you just got to have that discernment to know that this is not going to be good for you. I think what you said that is so key is you said we could be friends for 50 years, but I still can't automatically say yes to you. I have to go check in with my father to make sure that's what he wants me to do. And I think that shows maturity, you know, on your end and hopefully on the other individuals in. Um, I know I have friends that have had to tell me no. And guess what? It's okay. Because it's if okay. you're a real friend, I want you to do what God said do. I don't I don't want you to override God for me because, listen, I can't right. do for you what God does, you know? And so right. I, I love the fact that, again, you're taking everything back to God. I once heard the higher you go, the lower you should be, which means on your knees, seeking God, getting yeah. instructions, because like you said, the the they said the bigger levels, you know, bigger devils. And then I heard mm-hmm. Jason yes. Franklin, who I love as well, he said, Let me let me put a little spin on that. Though the bigger devils, the bigger God we serve. So if you keep him at the forefront, then you don't have to worry about how high I take you as long as you keep me in the forefront. So that that's awesome. Yes. And you know, Yolanda, speaking my language, no is a complete sentence too. That's right, sis. I am on that committee for sure. Um, and, And I think, you know, being a woman in search of romance, you know, I have to ask you now, because we, we, we tiptoed around this a second ago, right? But I want to know, in case there's some sisters out there that love the Lord and are just so enamored with the man we have on today, what can Jonathan describe to us um, his woman of God? Right. Somebody right. who Somebody loves God, who God as well. And mm-hmm. just want to support me, not just by what I can give them, but just helping me along the way. You know, it's very important. I was talking in the green screen about I had relationships in the past that they just wanted to ride the coattail or just was using me for what I can give them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just not something that I would do anymore. I'm waiting on God to send me my connection. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting Come for on. him to send my wife. So. I guess that's why I stay busy, so I don't have time to be thinking about that as well. Mm. Uh, But it's some friends that I have had, not in the relationship type, but they always give me, you know, they give me the girl code or whatever, you know, say, bro, just don't settle just to settle, you know, Mm -hmm. just be real if you want something. Because I get that because I asked them how. You know, they say, just don't settle. Be Mm -hmm. real. Tell them what you want up front. And they don't want to serve God the way you do. That's not the person you need. So it's always about discernment again. So I'm just Mm -hmm. waiting for what God has for me because it's going to be a long journey. But I'm just know that they're going to be along the ride with me as well. Mm, That's so good. We're talking about the whole package, Benicia. He's a whole package. Wait, wait. Jonathan, can you cook too? Yes, my mother is a good cook. I can cook. I just don't feel like cooking. If <laughs> <laughs> I can't cook a lot. Like my mother, my mother can cook everything, everything, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. I can cook here and there, 
but I just I'll be so busy by the time I get home I just go to the restaurant <laughs> well when she comes along she's going to be able to help in that area but what I love as you were describing her to me it sounds like a destiny partner so we're not yeah. talking about you yeah, know like an individual that, that just um, like you said, it's coming along for the ride. No, we're talking about someone that recognizes that they have purpose, you have purpose, and then you have purpose together that pushes you into the destiny that God has created. So um, yeah. Tanya and I say to you as well, don't settle. You a king. You are That's a king. Right. Okay? Yes, and so peasants are allowed. And I'm not saying... Peasants, <laughs> Jonathan... Right. Start to and I'm not saying right. right that we all have found ourselves in different situations because I always wasn't the queen <laughs> that I am today. Um, however, you can't minimize um, mm -mm. where what what God has for you because That's it will right. affect the ministry. Um, it will affect you know the opportunities. Marriage, besides uh, accepting Jesus Christ, is the second. Uh, most significant decision you will yes, ever, ever, ever make. And I just believe as you're on this journey, as you continue to focus on what God has called you to do, as you stay busy, then guess what? She's going to be in the midst of all that you have going on. There is nobody <laughs> that is a better matchmaker than God. Nobody. That's and right. And I That's are saying that from our hearts. We're in the same position. And sometimes right. you get, you know, I'm sure sometimes you're like, okay, Lord, I'm 25. I got all of these accolades. I've checked off these boxes in this area right here. But in due season, just like he yes. did everything else, he's going to bless you. Was, yeah. Yes, yes. And then that's so real. That's so real. You know, you'll find yourself like, I, you don't want to watch Netflix by yourself no more. You know, <laughs> you're like, I just, okay, let me get out the house for a minute because it's just, this same old, same old. Um, but like you, I did this. You just said it. So I feel um, called to just say something about it. Um, you said, I keep myself busy. So I don't think that much about it. Right. Um, I did that all the way through my mid thirties into my mid forties. It's like, it was like a nine year block of time that I just put my head down and I grind and I grinded the difference is God was not on the pedestal he was supposed to be on. Wow. So because of that, not only did I deprive myself of companionship, but I deprived myself of companionship in two areas. Mm -hmm. I went without the connection I should have had mm -hmm. with him, with God. And then also because I was, I was grinding so hard, I, I, you know, I looked up childbearing years gone, all of that gone. Right. So I just say for you, the power that you have, your superpower is that he's first. He's yeah. first in your life. He's your yeah. reason for doing yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. Um, so as long as you have that on top of everything else that you're doing, um, it skies, it skies the limit. And she's yeah. going to be something else when she gets here. Mm -hmm. She's going to be right. amazing That's because right. you have your ducks in order. And shout out to our girl, Jean Turner, who just released a book, um, you know, about there must be balance. You know, your health matters. My health, health went off course because my priorities were screwed up. So my, my hat is off to you, you know, because you have put priorities in place. And I hope one of those priorities too is taking good care of yourself. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. like you're doing what you need to do for your health? Right. You know, it could be better, but mm -hmm. I do everything that I need to be done. I'm trying to eat healthier. I'm trying to mm -hmm. walk more. You know, sometimes the enemy comes in, try to keep you busy as well because he don't want you to be here long. So he puts all these things and pile all that's this stuff right. on your plate. You have to have the sermon about that too. That. That's so that's right. why I don't automatically do all these things as well because sometimes mm -hmm. you could be working, just sitting down all day, just eating, drinking all this, and you could be having a stroke, a heart attack or something because you're not doing the best that you can that's for right. yourself. So I had yes. to learn that 
So I'm trying to be more healthy. I'm going back to the beach and walking because I love to walk. I'm always walking. So I'm going to the beach, doing about three miles, walking around the lab, meditating on the word of God, listening to music, trying to get myself prepared for the next day. And so I'm doing a better me. Let's just say that because I remember a time where I was just eating what I wanted to, didn't care. And just was going about my day. So I'm trying to be a better person, a better mm. me, if that makes sense. That's awesome. Okay. That is so awesome, Jonathan. And, and I love to walk too. I'm trying to convince Benita to come to the park with me and do some walking. Right, Benita? <laughs> you are. I'll get on the treadmill in a minute, but I'll try <laughs> for me. But you know what? We have to break out of our comfort zones. And I'm sure, um, Jonathan, throughout your tenure throughout this these different seasons you've learned that as well is it's not always about what we want to do um it's about what we need to do and it sounds like you're in that space right now that i need to do this um so that you can be around for a very very long time the enemy tried to take you out but we're not going to put ourselves in a position where we are fueling that fire. Right. No, 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 no. So that's <laughs> right. Good for you. Good for you. That's Thank right. You. And, and Jonathan, um, one last thing. And, and actually, before I even ask you this, um, I want you to have a moment with mm-hmm. folks just to yourself to kind of share your heart um, and let them know if you could leave them with anything, what, what would you leave them with? And and we'll leave you to that and come back to you. Okay. Okay. Right. I just want to just put this in the atmosphere because I feel it so heavy today. I want people to understand that the sky is the limit to what you can do in life. I want somebody to know and to understand that the enemy comes in, try to kill, steal, and destroy things that's over your life. But I decree and declare that the enemy will not take what God has for you. I want you to know that you may be in a stagnated place or you feel like all hope is lost. You're going to say, how can I pay my bills? How can I go back to school? It's by the prayers of the righteous. Come on. I want you to understand that the battle is not yours. It's the Lord. Don't let the enemy stop the blessings that God has for you. Don't get stagnated because the enemy don't want to see you win. He wants you to give up. But by your stripes, you are already healed. Pray and seek God to give you the vision of how can I start my business? How can I be a better me? How can I do these things? And it's by God's grace and mercy that we're all still here. If there's a reason, come on, there's a reason why you're still here because there's so many people have gone on due to COVID. But if you're still here and you got breath in your body, that is a reason why you should thank God for another day. Not by the materialistical things, but just having breath in your body because somebody didn't wake up. Somebody has COVID. Somebody's in the hospital. So we have to be grateful for the things that we already have because somebody just wants to have life and they don't have the opportunity to have it. So I want you to keep pressing forward, to keep moving. Don't let the enemy shake it. Like my sister Vicky wanted to say, shake yourself loose. Shake yourself loose from the things that's trying to detach you from your purpose, your season, because it's our winning season. Everything attached, and I know this, everything attached to you in this season is going to win because God is getting ready to do a new thing in your life. So don't let those family members, those so-called friends stop the plan. They always got something negative to say. Just know that you're here for a reason. If God before you, who can be against you? Keep pressing, keep moving forward. Your brother in Christ just said that God is about to do a new thing in your life. And I can't wait to see what God has for you next. Man, amen. So I receive yes. that. Hello. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think you should add minister to, to all the all the <laughs> <laughs> They I say do that too. all the time. What do you say, they Benita? Say Come time. on, somebody. I believe Come that's on. what he said. Come, Come on, on, somebody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they say that all the time. Yes, it's in you. It's in you. Yes, yes. Very encouraging. Yes, it truly is. Jonathan, thank you so much um, for being here. You know, we're coming into the holiday season and your your story is such an encouragement because so many people in this time are so, you know, depressed and missing family and, you know, they want to be around people that they love, um, but they maybe have gone on, especially with COVID and everything. 
So I'm I'm just so glad that we were able to have you here today yes. as an example that you can come back and you can walk out your destiny and your purpose that God has for you. You can't do any of that without connecting to him. You can't right. do any of that without connecting right. to him. Benicia, did you want to say anything in closing before we, we wrap up for today? I just want to say again, Jonathan, thank you so much. Uh, we are blessed, 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 blessed that you um, chose us to grace this podcast on today. You have been a blessing yes. and inspiration. We pray um, the blessings of God, the favor of God over your life. Uh, we want to thank everyone for joining. Mm -hmm. If you haven't shared, please do. Um, and we will be back here next week for another story on Arise and Shine, Stories of Triumph. Yes. And thank you, our Clubhouse folks, for joining us, too. We will be doing these listening parties going forward. So we're looking forward to uh, having you join us from all platforms. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Go to www.arise, the letter N, and shine.live and become a subscriber today. God bless you. We'll see you next weekend. Bye. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for joining us.